The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Yo. Yo. What's good? Nothing much. <laughs> Welcome back to the Word in the World <laughs> podcast, guys. We bring you topics, talk, and truth. Yep. Everything from the news to the New Testament. We got a real late night vibe late this time. Night vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Sounding real demo like. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm with it, though. All right, man. Still. So uh, we are continuing mm. in our Exposing Satan's Agenda yep. series. Yep, yep. This particular episode is going to be about how satan attacks the family yeah right we just um we are on the heels of our segment where we talked about the personal attacks yeah broke down and we only touched on some things right but kind of just bringing an awareness you know and um yeah having people just look at you know the different ways that Mm -hmm. he could be either keeping you from christ or making you ineffective as a believer yeah in the last episode specifically we kind of got into some some spiritual things yeah yeah but like spiritual things that you might not have recognized mm-hmm. as spiritual things yeah right so we talked about like just some specific things were <laughs> uh horoscopes and crystals and psychics and tarot cards tarot cards there's a thing called lenormand cards what exactly that's uh, something else something new it's always uh, something new yeah mediums, yoga we talked about yoga, yoga. yeah uh the, even like it was some stuff that I wrote down that I forgot to mention. Like, uh-huh. remember those black eight balls when we were kids? They yeah. Were like, oh, yeah. Man. That that stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, of course, like Ouija boards. Of course, yeah. Uh, fortune telling, fortune cookies. We, we did. I can't believe we didn't talk about Ouija boards. Like, yeah, Ouija boards is a big. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Like, we should have talked about. Maybe we should still talk about like what happens when you play around with the Ouija board. Yeah. Like, there's there's something happening. Uh, when you play with these Ouija yeah, boards, yep. that is very, very creepy. Yep, yep. Yeah, and spiritual. Yep. Yeah, all um, spiritual. The whole idea of luck. Oh, know? right. Yeah, something subtle right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Astrological signs. Yep. Um Stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole chakras. Oh yeah. And I mean, even even like uh, gods, right? Yeah, Even, like we say that that stuff sometimes, like the the blank gods, you know, like we'll say like uh, I don't know, man, like the basketball gods. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like even that stuff is like it's it's we understand what you mean by that, yeah. you know. But I guess that's what we're trying to get at into like the subtle ways that stuff is just done and said around us. Yeah, that is like um, you know, it's not godly yeah <laughs> yeah we do a lot of that yeah yeah uh and then one of the i guess the bigger things we talked about i don't know if we talked about it in the last episode but we talk about it quite frequently the whole like the universe thing yeah yeah the universe told me this mm-hmm. i heard the universe say yeah like that kind of thing yeah i don't know if we got into the other thing either <laughs> astrological signs and stuff no i was talking i was going to talk about how people uh embrace like this like i guess this sense of spirituality without it having any kind of basis. Yeah. Right. Like I'm spiritual. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. spiritual. I'm not religious. Yeah. That kind yeah. of thing. But you never really define in any sense. Your spirituality does not have a basis. Mm-hmm. It's that you're just calling yourself spiritual. Yeah. 
right? You're open to, I guess it's like higher thought and enlightenment, yeah, and that type of thing. And it's uh, man, when you when you read the word, that's the thing. Like when you read the word of God and you start to understand like who He is and and mm-hmm. what what He expects, right? Right. You start to like understand why these other things don't make sense. Like it can't blend. Right. Like you can't do astrology and and say like you know oh i'm a gemini so i'm this way or oh you must be an aquarius it doesn't mesh with being a christian or believing in christ and god the father and the holy spirit right they cannot exist together you know what i'm saying like there isn't it there isn't an in-between where it's like oh yeah i just you know what i'm saying i read my horoscope sometimes but you know i also uh just walk by faith too it's like nah right you can't serve two masters yeah you know and like we're gonna go into that more when we get into some other stuff yeah about you know uh like the greek fraternities and sororities and all that type of stuff that's a different episode but uh it's this whole idea of like honoring god in everything right Right. yeah you can't pick and choose right he's like because you're either gonna love me he said you're either gonna love one or hate the other yeah if you serve two masters yeah and and you just reminded me of something too right it's like when you talk about things like greek sororities or we talk about horoscopes we talk about yoga Mm -hmm. we're talking about things that have these spiritual roots to them that people are likely not aware of yeah like if you say hey you want to go to yoga class with me yeah you know like that kind of thing and you go with somebody to yoga class yeah or whatever you're not you're not thinking like oh this probably has like like what are the root? What's the root of this? You're thinking yeah. about oh, I'm gonna stretch and I'm gonna have some peaceful experience that yeah. I never had before. Right, right. But what we talked about in the last episode too is that you can still fall under the consequence, right, of mm-hmm. of such an action or you know engaging in a certain thing. Yeah, even though you're unaware of it. Yeah, because if they're in there talking about you know uh, opening your mind, you yeah. know, and um, you know, uh, don't think about anything, you know, like this thoughtlessness or like or if you even go as far as like talking about gods and you know stuff like that like let the god of this you know or take in the the energy of this or you know align your chakras and and Mm. heal heal yourself like Mm. where in the work this and and this is the thing right Uh i think we have to like uh establish a little bit that like we're we're just like kind of how paul you know, was was writing. He was he was he said his ministry was for um uh Gentiles, right? Right. But a lot of his letters were to believers. Right. So it's like I think yeah. a lot of what we're saying now is kinda of like to tell believers like just look at what you're doing and see if it aligns with the word. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now now I think there are Christian like yoga centers, right? Yeah. And so I don't know enough about that Holy to even stretch. talk about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Holy <laughs> yeah. stretch. <laughs> yeah. Those things exist though. Yeah. And right? I, I and I I think that's a better way to go about it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But well, at the same time, I don't know. Well, like what you said earlier, right? Like acknowledging God in all everything, in everything. you do, yeah. right? So if you were to say, "Okay, I'm not I'm not going to do yoga, but I still you know, I want to stretch. I like, like the that. poses. Yeah, yeah I'm poses it's my body. Like yeah. Well, it's not you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like that kind of you adopt that yoga i guess maybe essence but minus the hindu and buddhist you yeah. know roots of it yeah right and you replace that with the acknowledgement of god yeah while you're doing it you yeah, know like exactly. that that you know is i mean <laughs> mm. that is that is significant yeah. you know what i mean like we we kind of got to look at everything mm-hmm. you know and, and reevaluate and say 
I cannot, I can no longer do that. I can no longer, yeah, you know, like play those games. It's like, uh, I don't know why I was getting ready to dive into like secular what? music and gospel music and stuff like okay. that, right? Okay. I kind of do want to dive into it, yeah. but maybe not on this episode because I think, I think we really need to dig into that. But yeah. it's like acknowledging God or this idea of doing things in a holy way, mm-hmm. right? It's like, do we really understand holiness? Yeah. Do we really understand righteousness? Do mm. we understand what these words mean? What these words really mean? Yeah. Being sanctified, being consecrated. Yeah. Like these words are very, very important to understand. They're powerful. They're very they powerful. Meaning, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, but see, the thing is these words will um, begin to draw lines Right, like mm-hmm. the understanding of these words begins to draw lines, and and you know it begins to draw lines of separation between yeah. those who are really about His will and yeah. what He's asking for in the Word, and those who are you know just a part of Christianity because, or believe they are Christians because they att- attend the church service or okay. they were brought up in it by their parents and yeah. stuff like that. It's like going kind of back to that, yeah, a lukewarm Christian, a yeah. compromising Christian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of us, we compromise on a, on a lot of these things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I know secular music sounds bad, but you know, I like it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And there's like memes. I sent you that meme that time, right? It was like, uh, I uh. I love Jesus and trap music. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that kind of stuff, man. And uh I mean, and this stuff might sound, you know, like, oh, they're over the top. Rigid, they're yeah. extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, this is super religious. Yeah. That kind of thing. But there is a call to holiness. Mm-hmm. You know, and we kind of gotta separate what is religious and traditional and what is, you know, actually holy and righteous, like yeah. what he's really asking for. And you gotta question when you read the scripture, why is he saying stuff like, you know, you know, guard your ears, like make, yeah. watch what you, your ears hear. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. because the stuff matters, watch what your eyes see. Watch what your you, eyes you see. You know? So yeah. it's like, but I'm glad you brought up the whole divide thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, you know, even Jesus said, like he said, I did not come, you know, to bring peace. Mm-hmm. He was like, I came to bring division. Like I will divide a son against uh, the father, you know, a mother yeah. against their daughter, a mother-in-law against their daughter-in-law, you know, like, right. and it's this idea of like, um, you are sep- separated right. from right. the world. Yes. And it's not, it's not an arrogance. It's, it's just a sanctification, right? Right. It's exactly. like you, you, you are my people and I have to distinguish you. Yes. And you have to look out for these ways to distinguish yourselves type yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But it's not it's not like a, oh, I can't I can't sit at the same table with you. Right. No. But while we're sitting at that table, I might not be listening to what you yeah. think I should be listening to or eating what you know, like Right. You're gonna notice a difference things, yeah. in the way I live my life. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like anything else. You know, I brought up eating just now. It's like if you if you're sitting at the table with somebody who's extremely into fitness and health and all that, uh-huh. they may not have the pancakes when you have the pancakes. Right. And when you ask them why, they're like, oh, I'm working on this, this, yeah. and this. And you may look at them and go, oh, all right, there's something going on there. Yeah. This person is, you know, their skin looks really good. They got mm-hmm. muscle tone, you know, all that type of stuff. They got a lot of energy. Yeah. It's the same thing, but it's just spiritual principles. Right. Man. right. So it's like, okay, why, why are you... Um, well, we're about to start getting into the family stuff, right? Yeah. So it's like you may wonder why a wife acts a certain way toward her husband. Why are you so submissive, you know? Or yes. like why why did you just um, allow him to make that decision even though you wanted to right. do this, this, and this? Yeah. And it's like it's these spiritual principles that God has already established that we're trying to live by. And it's separate mm-hmm. from what you think might be right, right in the world of now, like, you know, feminism and, you know, like all of this. It's a... 
it's a surge of like yeah. you know the woman you know what i'm saying right. like i'm gonna get it on my own and da, 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 yeah. da. it's like a lot of these and, independence and it's like know. don't think that we're saying like you know don't uh be, be, <laughs> here we go landmines yeah everywhere. like don't yeah it's like it's not saying like you know don't strive for greatness in your own life in your yeah. own right you know right but there is a structure that god has yes. set up there's an order there's an order that there's he has, order. has created that is for all of our benefit all, yeah that's the thing right while the world may see it as oh you're weak for submitting yeah to you know in that way or underneath that structure mm -hmm. you know where you're second you know the world would say that like mm -hmm. the, you would be second to the man or yeah. something like that right but like god's word helps you understand though this is my order yeah and my order is set up to benefit you yeah it's power in my yeah, order. yeah there's that's the thing it's yeah. there's power <laughs> don't even don't even think wow. that the man isn't submitting as yeah. well you know what i'm saying right. like right don't think there isn't there aren't points where he is going to submit to what you should to do what because you, say. you are his helpmate yeah, exactly you know what i'm saying so yeah. he's going to say all right i'm going to listen to you like yeah because I know the order that God has created. Right. So I, I guess let's let's yeah let's let's get into the 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 bulk of what we're trying to present. Tonight. I'm wondering if we should just start there. Okay. Right. Like uh, Satan's agenda is to remove that order. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is to to have you kind of question that order and mm -hmm. and be against that order, find opposition with that order. Yeah. Right. But I guess before we even go to like what Satan's up to, maybe we should talk about why God establishes that order okay. in the first place. Okay, yeah. You know, and like where we see that order mm. first. Yeah. You know, and even like, of course, you know, we're going to talk about, I guess, Adam and Eve. Yeah. Right. Because that's where we first see the order. That's where we first see, you know, like the correct image mm -hmm. of a, of what a marriage is. Yeah. Right. Uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. Right. But then there's some, some deeper things. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, you see even how Eve was created. Mm. right it's like she was created from adam yeah right like god could have said i'm going to make me another human yeah right just out of the same dust that i created the first human from mm -hmm. but i'm not going to do that mm. right and there's a reason i'm not going to do that i'm going to in fact i'm going to create her from the human that i already created yeah right the purpose of that is to show her her source mm. you see what i'm saying yeah right same thing with adam right Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, he was formed of God's spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Adam was from God and then Eve was from Adam. Yeah. You know, and Let's make man in our image. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it shows there's an order there and there's mm. an understanding of who my source is. Yeah. And this is why you see uh, who who talks about this order. I, I believe it's Paul. Right. But he says the oh, head yeah. of every woman yep. is man. We're pointing to a source. Mm -hmm. The head of every man is Christ. Yep. Right. The head of Christ is God. Yep. Now, here's the thing originally christ wasn't in that picture yeah right it was the head of every man i mean head of every woman is man mm -hmm. the head of man is god yep right but when that separation happened yeah right when that connection was broken now christ becomes the intercessor mm -hmm. right and now he becomes the man's head mm. with god as his head mm -hmm. right but the point the point you know all that to say yeah because <laughs> that was a lot <laughs> i don't even know nah, why we good. went there but good, like yeah. all that to say like the man is supposed to be the woman's source yeah you know what i mean like mm. they like we, we we and that's the thing is like uh things like feminism will blur those lines yeah you know and the enemy he, he desires to blur those lines yeah. but even with that i feel like i don't even want to go off of that like what does it mean mm. you know when we say that yeah that the man is the source of the woman okay you know yeah what does that mean yeah uh, me and you talked about this before 
Actually, you were counseling me at the time, <laughs> which was funny. Um, well, funny now, not then, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but we were talking about, um, you know, like with Adam and Eve in the garden. Right? All right. Matter of fact, fast forward to today. Yeah. Right? It's like in today's society, a woman, you know, it can't be that the man's just providing because mm. a woman can provide for herself. Yeah. Right? A woman can have a job and make way more money than her husband. Yeah. Right? You know, it can't be anything material. Yeah. Period. Right. Because the woman can acquire just like the man can. Mm -hmm. Right. So take that just out of our minds when we're talking about sources. We're mm. not talking about finances here. Yeah. Right. But on that day, you were mentioning how, you know, we're talking really about things like security. Yeah. Right. Strength. Mm. Right. Safety. Yeah. Right. I guess safety and security are kind of one and the same. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like uh, things that she cannot provide herself yeah right there's a spiritual leadership yep right they're like there's there's a lot of things that the man is supposed to be providing the woman exactly you know what i mean and then also like we talk about like you know the man being the head and the man being um you know in charge or things like that right but yeah. what you really see is that him being her head really means that he's responsible for her yeah you know what i'm saying like like i remember you saying this and forgive me if I'm jumping around too much, but you were saying this. You were like, when you marry a woman, mm -hmm. right, you've assumed the position that the father once had. Yeah. Which is why we do that. You know, yeah. when, when the woman walks down the aisle, she walks with her father. Yep. And then her father hands her to you yep. as her new caretaker. Exactly. Right. As her new father, yeah. in a sense. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. He yep. is handing her over to you for now her care yeah you know you're responsible for her you mm -hmm. know so that's the thing it's like we don't want to get to thinking like all right you know i'm in charge of you and i can boss you around and i can i can do this and i can do that mm -hmm. i have authority over you you're, i'm a master you're my slave kind of thing yeah you know what i mean no. but it should really be i care for you mm. i i take care of you yep. you know you're my responsibility yep that kind of thing and that's that looks like you know just from a spiritual standpoint that's you know uh you know, praying together, like we always talk about, yeah. you know, fasting together, yeah. um, just doing, you know, um, uh, I would just say spiritual activities yeah. in general together, praising yeah. God together, worshiping together, all that, all that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, the enemy, obviously he wants to, he wants to take your time away mm -hmm. from all of that stuff. Right. Right. So he's gonna, he's gonna, um, you know, try to keep you at work more, yeah. you know, about that kind of personally, right. Like he's going to try to, uh, you know, just distract you. Have you looking at TV as soon as you get home? Yeah. I remember that was something that I witnessed a lot, not in, in with my parents, but like my grandparents. Like, it was always a, you know, you know, grandpa's in the back watching TV and everybody <laughs> else is in the kitchen type of thing. Yeah. It wasn't this like, uh, it was, it was almost, it almost felt like uh, the leader was separate, mm. you know? And it was kind of going back to what you just mentioned a few minutes ago, like off mic, mm -hmm. you were saying how, um, if Eve was with Adam, what were you saying? Like oh, in his yeah. presence. Like you were saying, stay in the stay in the husband's presence. Yeah. Is what you said. Stay in right? the presence of your husband. Because we were having a conversation about um <laughs> about getting in the presence of God. Yeah. Right. Or being in the presence of Christ. Yeah. Right. And the Bible says that, you know, uh, Christ is is the husband. Yeah. Right. And the church is is the wife. Yeah. Right. So I mean, we haven't even touched on that yet, but mm -hmm. like the husband and the wife 
are symbolic of something, mm-hmm. right? Like the, there's that image. The image paints so much for us to yeah. understand about what's happening between Christ and the church. Yeah. And we'll dig into that in a minute. But last night I was learning a lot about the, being in the presence of God, being in the presence of Christ, mm-hmm. right? And then when I woke up this morning, the Holy Spirit was still kind of getting that message to me. And he spoke to me and was saying, stay in the presence of your husband. Mm. Like that, right? So I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird to hear because you know, yeah. a husband, mm-hmm. I'm a guy. You yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> so when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, you're really talking about me being in the church, yeah. right? And staying in the presence of Christ again. Mm. And then he, he took my mind to Adam and Eve in the garden and said, you know, what if she stayed in the presence of her husband? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, like would, what wouldn't have happened? I like that. You know, she wouldn't have been susceptible to the enemy, yeah, as she was, uh. they, they wouldn't they wouldn't have been all this consequence, this yeah. fall, this you know, this all that happened. And then on the on the because it's, it's always uh, there is there is a what's the word I'm looking for? Both parties, um, like both parties, contribute to the situation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So like Adam, he should have been. Doing the role of you know security, right? Safety, providing protection, covering her, right? And it's like so both of them were out of line, yeah, and in their roles, right? Yes, there, for yeah. whatever reason, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like God, God knew that that was gonna happen and allowed it, right? To test them, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's obviously we know what happened. Well, that goes that like, you just reminded me of something else, right? Not only because because we're talking about uh, how they really need to be on one accord, yeah, right. They need to be on one accord. They need to be on the same page. They mm-hmm. need to be in agreement. Mm-hmm. They need to be unified, mm-hmm. right? And like, if you go back to again, like how she was created, mm-hmm. not from other dust, mm-hmm. right, but from her husband, right? Meaning that they were they were one. Yeah, you know, like she was in him. Yeah, they were all they were one. Yeah. prior to you know her being then she was separated out, right? Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about this? All right, yeah, <laughs> this is gonna get interesting. What's interesting about her creation, right? She was called woman. Yeah. Right? She was called Adam. Yeah. Until after the fall. Yeah. After the fall, she was called Eve. If you look at what, ha- you know, after God talks to the serpent, he talks to Adam, he talks to Eve, it says then she was called Eve. Oof. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there was still this idea that she was unified. Yeah. Just completely. Man. She was just Adam. Yep. You mm. know? Her name was, she didn't even have a name for herself. Yeah. You know? So it's like. Just one. Just one with him. Mm. You know? Which mm-hmm. is which is incredible. Like, there's there's incredible understanding packed yeah. within that. And it's, the, and it's, we, when we look at that, and like you're saying, when we start to unpack that, we understand what our marriages are yes. supposed to be, right? It's supposed yeah. to be this lack of shame, you know? Yeah. Like, they said that, you know, he, Bro. they. <laughs> As soon as, as soon as you know, they became aware that they were naked, they yeah. had shame and covered up. It's like, well, before that, so it should be this openness of of mind, of you know, physical everything. Yeah. You know, it should be this openness, like revealing hold on, things. because you, ta- yeah, you got to talk sorry. about that scripture that you're referencing. Okay, right? Because because you, you're talking about how we need to be open, we need to be naked, right? But yeah. it says that Adam and Eve, they were naked. Yeah. And they were not ashamed. Exactly. And, and we gloss over that. We're like, yeah. I don't know what that means. And we keep reading. Right. Right. But that's really what it's talking about. Yep. It's like we are completely wide open with each other. And mm-hmm. we're, you know, we should be at the point where we're we're not ashamed. No guilt. And you think about no like yeah. when you're ashamed of something. Like mm-hmm. say you're naked and you got a scar or you know, you just, it's just something you don't like. Mm-hmm. You cover it up mm-hmm. and you hide it from your partner. 
but a true partner you could show it to. Yeah. Right? And they would just embrace whatever it is. Yeah. Like, oh no, that's just a part of you. Yeah. It's a part of us. It's a part of us. Point, right? Exactly. It's this is part us. Of us. This is us. Yeah. And you <laughs> remind me again <laughs> how the Bible says when a man marries a woman, the two come together and they become one flesh. One flesh. Yeah. Why does it say that? It's a reference again back to Adam and Eve being one yeah. again. Yes, sir. Right? So oh, it, man. this direction is just happening right Let's now. Let's go. Right? <laughs> but like when we when we marry, mm-hmm. right, what happens, man? You know, like remember in the beginning they had the same name. Mm-hmm. So when we marry today, I give my wife yeah. my name. That's the beginning. Yep. Right? Yep. You think about the order in which things happen, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing that happened was her name. She was given a new name. Yeah. Right. So when we get married, the first thing that happens. Yeah. Right. Well, that should happen. Yeah. That should happen. Right. Because go ahead. Yeah. Because I mean, that's part of Satan's agenda is. Yeah. Now, let me let me have let me introduce this idea to the woman that, nah, you know, (laughs) you you need your last name for your for business or for professional purposes. Yeah. Or your father is, is, uh, you know. You, it's some prestige in your name. Hold on to that name. Yeah. You know, it's pride involved. Yeah. So then you get the hyphenations and this and right. that, and it's like Oof. you're not totally committed. Committed, almost. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it says. Right, right. And I mean, you know? even that, you're, it's like you're starting out. And forgive us, this might be offensive yeah. to to many, right? But this is this is really like this is truth. This is the word yeah, of God, word. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're starting out something with the unsubmissive. Yeah, you know, kind of attitude. Like, mm. uh, I ain't taking that name. Yeah, it's um, a lack of unity. Yeah, you start out with unity. that. Yeah, yeah, which is dangerous, and, man. And I think, um, I think the overarching issue that Satan has, right, uh-huh. with the family unit is because obviously God intended it, kind of like what we're explaining. He, he intended it to be this reflection of His, um relationship with his children with right. us right yeah so when a man and a woman and, and child that's you know an exact replica of god and Ooh. us you know what i'm saying yes, sir. i know you lo- i love to hear you talk about that so <laughs> but like uh when he sees that just imagine if there's you know a whole society filled of faith believing yeah. you know strong families and, you know, people are seeing this and they're yeah. like, why are these families, you know, so joyous and peaceful mm-hmm. and all of these different fruit that they're bearing in yeah. their lives. And you'll start to see that this structure that God has set up is being put into it's being practiced. They're, they're putting these these principles into practice and, this, you know, the spiritual perfection into practice now in their lives. They're putting the work behind the faith now. Wow. And when, if that's happening, you know, it, it's just going to be contagious. Yeah. So Satan is like, nah, I, I have to destroy the families. Yeah. Like, because if people start seeing this model, mm. like, oh man, my right. time is going to be going even quicker. Yeah. In what I'm whoa. trying to do. You know, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Come right. on, man. All right, all right, all right. You all right. dropping some Shut real, <laughs> some real nuggets. But my time so that, is going to go quick. I know. Yeah. Save a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, really, mm-hmm. really, like, and that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, you have to, like, people say, oh, Satan, Satan is attacking marriages. Yeah. You really have to think of why, mm-hmm. right? And you, you just hit on the fact that it paints, we know for sure, two pictures, Yeah, right? It's, we talked about it already. The husband and the wife represent Christ in the church, mm-hmm. right? So there's one relationship that he's after. He wants to break up. And destroy that representation. Yeah. Right. And then the other relationship, right, is the parents with the child. Yeah. Right. Now remember, if the parents are really one, 
right? Mm. Then they really represent the father. The father, yes, right? sir. Mm. Because, yeah, we, we get that, right? Wow. So they really represent the father and the child. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is what that represents, you know, mm. the, the way, like, when you have a child, man, there's so much, there's so much truth. There's so much revelation that is just, like, in that picture, yeah, you know what I mean? But the thing is, is the Holy Spirit has to show it to you. We wow. could just have a kid and just start, you know, thinking, oh, we just change diapers now. We, okay. we, we, we give them bottles and stuff like that. And, you know, we just got to make sure that they, you know, they, they, they learn something. But it's like, oh, man, if you pay close attention, mm. if you ask the Holy Spirit to say, you know, just ask the Holy Spirit, show me things that I need to understand about God the Father. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when I first had uh, my son, yeah. you know, and... Uh, God just started revealing so much to me about like like the word, yo. Like I remember, like, I would hear him crying, mm-hmm. right? And I remember hearing him crying one time, and then God showed me the scripture or gave me the scripture, like the righteous cry out, but I deliver them from all of their troubles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I would have to like when he cries, yeah. what it does is it causes me as the father to draw near. You know what I'm saying? So like him desiring something or needing something or wanting something, what does he do? He cries out for it. Yeah. Right. Instinctually, he cries out for it. Right. He doesn't try to figure out how I'm going to feed myself or what I'm going to do for myself. Yeah. He just simply cries out for the father mm. and the father comes yeah. and he picks him up and he nourishes him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, <laughs> And see the thing, other thing too, right? Is he showed me this. He said, you as a father are responsible for three things. Right. Initially. Mm. Right. I'm supposed to keep that baby clean. Yep. Mm. <laughs> right? Mm. I'm supposed to keep that baby fed. Yeah. I'm supposed to give that baby rest. Wow. Right? Mm. So it's like he started revealing to me, like, this is what I do for you. Woo. Right? I convict you so that you are kept clean. Yeah. Right? You're kept righteous. You're kept holy. Right? I speak to you so that you're always fed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I give you the I give you the bread of life. Yeah. Right? You're always fed. Yeah. Right? And I give you rest. When I when you are saved, you but you enter into that rest. That's happening. Right? Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? I could I could mm. I could take the rest of the show <laughs> with the whole bunch of yeah. with the whole bunch of just ways that he that he just oh my God, man, just blew my mind. But see that's the thing, is Satan wants to destroy yep. that so that we never get that revelation or that understanding or are representing that relationship in my any God. way. He yeah. wants to break all that up. Yeah. You know, the same thing with Christ and the church. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, or, or even like we talked about this before, man. But like, even like the anatomy of a man and a woman. Yeah. You know, like I feel like I'm going off the rails. Nah, I knew you were gonna. This is. <laughs> I, this was. I was waiting for you to do this on this episode. Yeah. But even like the anatomy of a man yeah. and a woman, man, it's like like physically, the man is a distributor, mm-hmm. right? He he <laughs> he implants something. He gives. He gives. He's mm-hmm. a giver, right? And same thing with the woman right you look at the woman like from an anatomy perspective mm-hmm. she receives mm. you know what i mean so it's like if you were to look at the most intimate thing yeah. that we do right the coming together of a man and a woman the unification of a man and a woman what happens in that process yeah. right it's like he plants a seed in her mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like you look at you know <laughs> like how the bible refers to the word of god as seed yeah you know what i'm saying the word of god is seed the word of god is seed right so it's like what does christ do he ensures that that word is implanted mm. in us mm. you know what i mean and then what does it do it grows it becomes this fruit mm-hmm. right it becomes <laughs> this fruit man and it brings life yeah yeah he gives life. us <laughs> yeah like how can i skip over that it gives life. he implants life in us yeah 
right? It's new, new life yeah. in us, and we begin to bring it forth, yeah. right? And then the other thing, These man. words, I speak to you. Yes. They, they are, are life, spirit. and they are spirit. And they are life. Yes. It's crazy, man. And then the other thing is, like, when a woman brings forth that child, first there's this process of labor and delivery that I'm not even going to, we're going to have to go into that, mm-hmm. right? Because that I think that, that deserves Spiritual, an episode yeah. in itself, but, like, that process of labor and delivery, man. Um, here I go. I'm start talking about it again. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping to talk about that. But once she has the baby, right, it's like she's also built to nourish yeah right she's also built to nourish so if you look at that as the church again mm-hmm. right it's like what is the job of the church mm. right it's to receive the life yeah that christ is giving right and then to ensure that anyone who is born yeah right anyone who is born because we talk about being born of the spirit born. anybody who is born of the spirit finds a place of nourishment yeah right and not only are they finding a place of nourishment but it's they're being raised. They're being Gross. groomed. They're, they're being grown into the into the Father's provision. Yes. Right. Yeah. To become, you know, to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> to be raised. Yes, sir. <laughs> developed into yep. who the Father is. And that's how Paul <laughs> Paul talks Ooh, about yes. milk and solid food. Yeah. And it's this whole you know metaphor. Yeah. And then know? and then you just talked about it. And, tonight. But it's literal too. It's just how <laughs> you mentioned it earlier. How how Paul mentioned like. I'm walking now in the fullness yeah. of Christ. Fullness. So we're spiritually born with babes. Yep. But as we become, as we grow spiritually, mm-hmm. what we're growing into is the fullness of Christ. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't stay babies. We become adults. Yep. That is the fullness. We get to a certain point. We're like, all right, I ain't growing no more. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But that's the fullness. Mm. You've reached the fullness now. So I got this scripture, man. It's a. Uh, 1 Timothy 3, 14 to 15. Uh-huh. It says, although I hope to come to you soon, I am writing you these instructions so that if I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the foundation of the truth. Wow. And so like wow. that idea <laughs> of the church being God's household, yes. right? Yeah. And, you know, the word instructing us on how to behave in that household mm. is it's evident now why you know in a family in a household in a family mm. satan would try to keep the word out you know yeah. and and just cause destruction so we're talking about i guess how does that look it's you know yeah it's a lot of things man like, yeah uh yeah let's talk about those yeah so i guess from the child standpoint you know it can be uh just rebellion man yeah a lot of rebellion yeah that's what first comes to mind for me it's like uh i am disobeying my father I'm uh-huh. disobeying my mother you know even like uh uh step step parents you know it's yeah. just like i'm disobeying them wow i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna fight them too wow and it's like Oof. you know yeah and it's this whole idea of like uh <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead nah man finish your point man. no 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 go how did how does that start though right right <laughs> if i rebel against the parents right how does that start yeah it starts as a as a <laughs> as a lack of relationship, mm-hmm. right? You talked about this before, like you know, if if <laughs> that's great, it starts as a lack of relationship, man. Like if, if I if I don't if I'm not involved in my child's life or my father's not involved mm-hmm. in my life, then what begins to happen, right? There's a loss of relationship mm-hmm. first. But as a result of the loss of relationship, there's a loss of influence. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm not receiving from you. 
right? So when you step in and you're trying to give me something, mm. there's no relation. You know what I'm saying? There's no relation. I'm not going to receive yeah. what you're saying, right? Yeah. So you hear it all the time, right? Like you'll, you'll have a, a, a kid or a child, a teenager whose father left. Yep. And then they're trying to come back. And they want to instruct them. And they want to teach them. And they want to try to, you know, yep. act, as, act as the authority now. Mm-hmm. And what does that child say? Oh, you haven't been here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know you. Yeah. You're not about. You, you're not my father. You're not gonna come in here and just start. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it says it was. It says a result, yep. right? It's a result of the fact that like the presence wasn't there, the relationship wasn't there, mm-hmm. right? But if that is in place, then that child receives easily. Yeah. You know. So you think about like I'm thinking about when you when you talked about that like the disobedient thing or just honoring your parents and stuff like that it made me think about the things that are causing a lack of relationship today in our household and one of the things that springs to mind man is like video games okay you know and it seems it might seem like a a stretch or whatever but like video games man like you got like even my son like right now he's three years old Mm -hmm. right but it's like he is absolutely addicted to this tablet Okay. Right. And so we find ourselves like prying him off the tablet. Like, no, no, no. You know, if you get tablet time, it's 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Here and there. But it's not going to be, you know, something we just give to you and you go off with it and you're on that for hours and hours yeah. and hours on end. You don't have your relationship with tablets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like the enemy is trying to give us relationships yep. with nothing on with the nothing other material. end. Material. Yeah. Empty stuff. Yeah. Yep. And that's the thing is like <laughs> these and what you see, you see it in society. It's like these things begin to have the influence mm-hmm. versus the parents having the influence. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. I want to jump around a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. In this joint, man, because it's, a, it's so much. So we were talking about um, the, I guess, the, the tools that Satan kind of uses okay. when he's working on uh, marriages, right? Yeah. And it's like, you you brought up like intimacy this idea that like yeah. intimacy is the very thing that like he's using and yeah. manipulating and perverting right. to kind of like draw you away from each other mm. because there's so much power in like we're saying that unity and that oneness yeah if i can like pull strings you know yeah. according to that because you know you my wife you know me so well yeah you know if if you're being uh, tempted by Satan to, you know, poke at something that is going to offend me, you know exactly what to say. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in a moment of... Wow. Uh, sorry, I hit the mic. So in a moment of temptation to maybe, um, you know, annoy me or upset me or whatever the case may be. And my yeah. wife doesn't do this. I'm just hypothetical. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you could do that because of that intimacy, intimacy. that God has... Yeah. God has created it for good. And obviously right. it's going to... You know, I'm God has created it for good, right? But He's trying to use that obviously and manipulate it for bad, yeah. And it's like yeah. His His playground is the emotions, right? Because mm. if we're intimate with each other, you know, now our emotions become involved and, and they become very, very strong, right? And it's like He uses that to tempt us into yeah. anger or into you know, fear or jealousy and envy, right? Yeah, it's this quote from uh, the Screw Tape Letters, dope book, if anybody. Yes, uh, highly. It was one of these things like we were we had a conversation about it. Yeah, and we were talking about it this way, and it was like, man, the emotions. And then I'm reading the screw tape letters, and it like confirmed what wow. we were talking about a little bit more. Wow. And so it's by C.S. Lewis, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, uh, if once this is this is the screw tape letters is about uh, a demon. 
<laughs> talking to a younger demon about how to like manipulate uh people and like right. cause them to sin and like basically he's just trying to make people go to hell but okay. it's an amazing amazing book you should yes. i anybody if you're trying to understand uh the kingdom of darkness <laughs> if you're trying to understand you know like satan and his devices you know because the word says like we're not ignorant to the devices mm. of satan so don't be scared reading this stuff you know like it could be a little bit weird and overwhelming to be yeah. you know reading about like demons and devils but I th it's even weirder to think about you know how it's depicted like yeah he's not a man in a red hood you know to jump out Yo, booga, booga, booga. Like, right. nah, it's it's some very, very cunning stuff that goes on. Yeah. So, like, definitely I would recommend Screwtape Letters, right? But yeah. uh, this quote, he says, um, if once they get through this initial dryness successful, he's talking about, like, the lows that people go through, right? Mm. And he says, if they get through that successful, they become much less dependent on emotion and therefore much harder to tempt. Wow. So, like, if you... If you, wow. yeah, that's wow. that's amazing, right? Yeah. Because it's like if you understand and master your emotions and understand the, the power that you have over them, then it's like just because I'm angry, yeah, doesn't mean now that I have to say this or do that, you wow. know, or leave out or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's like you can't tempt me to do that anymore because I know that you're using my emotion, wow, to like wedge, put a wedge between my marriage mm. where. You know, the word says that a man shall leave his mother and father and cleave, cleave. to his wife. Wow. And Satan wants to, like, put a wedge. Though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, see, I see the same thing with, like, uh, parents and children, too. Mm. Right? It's like you're connected to your parents. Parents are connected to children, right? There's there's intimacy. And we're not talking about specifically romantic intimacy, right? We're just talking about, like, close relationships. Mm -hmm. Right. And so whenever you have a close relationship and this applies both to marriages and parent child relationship. Right. But wherever mm -hmm. you have a close relationship, there's a sensitivity. Yeah. Right. Like this person that I'm close with has has this kind of uh, what do you call it? They have they have a level of power mm -hmm. influence. I mean, just being frank. Right. They have a level of power. Right. So it's like if you think about it, if you are out in public, somebody cuts you off, flips you the bird you ain't really tripping off that too yeah. much. But you come home and your your wife mm -hmm. flips you the bird or your child flips you the bird. <laughs> it it has an effect on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or ought to. I yeah. would hope so, right? But it's like it has this effect on you. Why? Because there's a more intimate relationship. Yeah. Right? If somebody in public says, you suck, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Or, man, you're like really, you know, I don't know, you're stupid or something. <laughs> you're like, whatever. I don't care. But you go home. And your wife says, you suck. Yeah. It's going to weigh a lot heavier. Or yeah. your child says, you suck, dad. Yeah. You suck as a father. Right. That's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the relationship is more intimate. Yep. Right. And so, you and what, you know, what Jason is saying is like, Satan will play on that, mm -hmm. on that sensitivity in that intimate relationship. Right. And he will have you all, you know, like he will, he understands like how bad these things are hurt us mm -hmm. right like like he understands the sensitivity in these intimate relationships so what he does is he tempts us more mm -hmm. in the household than outside of the home yeah satan has an, an agenda mm -hmm. against you know marriages he has an agenda against the parent yeah. child relationship yeah. it's it's you know to not only destroy like what we talked about earlier like these images or mm -hmm. this what it symbolizes right but also to destroy like unity yeah within a home exactly like you know? the whole and and the unity goes f throughout the 
entire fabric of your marriage, right? Yeah. There isn't a point where there should not be unity. So, like, if you... S- and we find ourselves uh, kind of getting lost in that a little bit, right? <clears throat> so, like, you know, I got my account. She got her account. Yeah. You know, I got yeah. my car. She got your, her car. You know, we sometimes you even say stuff like... Uh, her bills, you know, my bills. Her bills, my bills. My kids, Oof, your kids, yeah. my son. Right. My daughter, yeah. when it's like this is ours, yeah. like this is our house, right? Our, these are our cars, yeah. like everything is out. This is our money, like yeah. it's all ours. Because, and when we saying like Satan is using these things, maybe I don't know if we're jumping past. Uh, I mean, whatever. We're yeah, just talking. We're just talking. There, man. there is a, a structure to the kingdom of Satan, and there are things called like monitoring spirits, mm. and they're coming. That they're, they're they're observing you, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but that's a whole different thing, I think. <laughs> but it is uh, just all right. If anybody in the world has heard of like guardian angels, true. Just think of it the opposite, opposite way. You know what I'm saying? Outside. Like there are demons that are watching you and observing yeah. you and trying to tempt you and influence you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Manipulate. So. Basically, I'm just saying like they'll use those those types of my 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 any 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 type of separation in the marriage that that can be played upon it will yeah. be played upon. So right. if I can get right, you right, to right. Yeah. you know just you know think about you know like I said your bills yeah. your car you know my closet right. this is my this and my that then you know that that stuff I've never seen put it like this and this might be messed up to say but I've never really seen a fully healthy marriage uh-huh. that where the couples speak that way yeah about you know each other right you know what i'm saying yeah it's like it's, it's always it's divisive conversation it's divisive yeah in, nat- in nature just to be like this is my stuff this is your stuff but we but we married though yeah mm, it, it, it doesn't yeah. work like that it doesn't work like that at all and I, I like how you how you say that too man like the, the and yeah i feel like we're saying like the enemy this the enemy that the enemy, but that's what it's about right that's just, this mm. is the expose right <laughs> so, <laughs> so the enemy plays on those types of words, mm-hmm. right? When we speak that way, we're giving him ammunition. Yep. And we could, we're still going to talk about that in a different episode. Um, that mentality, mm-hmm. right? The fact that we agree with this divisive mentality mm. in agreement with it, it gives him a capacity, yep. right, to play on it, right, and to give you more thoughts along those lines. Exactly. Right? So it's like we talk about it. Um, we, we use the scripture often where we say, you know, we have to, pull down a strong what pull down a stronghold cast out an imagination yeah right so if we are not doing those things yeah right we're in agreement with something that opposes god then we're giving the enemy leeway mm. or or really permission yeah right we're like oh yeah i agree with you satan and he's like okay cool mm. now i'll give you more yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and you're, you're already in agreement with it so yeah. you're just going to keep receiving it and playing on it yeah and right? then and how does that look it goes you know uh if you're a man or whatever man or woman is yeah. like you start making more money than your spouse, and it's uh-huh. like I'm making all the money. You just, they ain't got, they ain't got nothing. Like mm. I'm doing this, she ain't got this, or he right. ain't. And then it's like, nah, baby, you got it wrong. Yeah. Like this is y'all's money. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Or like, <laughs> here's a, here's a more subtle one. She got problems. She got mental yeah. issues. She's insecure. It's her. It's all yeah. her. Yeah. She messing up. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. It's like, no, it's y'all. Yeah, we are. So I remember like early in my marriage, I, I kind of like got that concept, you know, and I was grateful to get it that like mm-hmm. um, when I do something, 
like it's not just affecting me anymore you know what i'm saying right. like yeah. if i'm if i'm out um i don't know man like every i can't even limit it to one thing like everything that i do is affecting us us yeah. it is no more just like oh jay you out here right. doing your thing and whatever happens happens to you no yeah like everything that happens you know what i'm saying yes yeah like what i eat impacts her i was just thinking about what that. i yeah like what i'm thinking I about think how like impacts uh, her like, like somebody can be like man i'm just gonna eat all i want to eat yeah just i mean i ain't hurting nobody right but if you marry right you could be affecting the intimacy yeah you could be affecting the image that they have of exactly you. you could be affecting your confidence exactly. in regards to how you approach them yeah you know like all it's all like so you it's not just you anymore never nothing just is you. just you nothing. anymore nothing the money you spend it's all yeah affects y'all the way you think the things you like yep the places you go yeah every, everything everything every single thing, thing it affects y'all yeah and I, i'm be honest man i'm i'm just recently beginning to embrace that mentality yeah you know what i mean like like i used to really look at it like oh i'm okay or i'm working on my issues mm -hmm. and she got to work on her issues and then one day we'll come together mm. but when i started to think about it differently like no 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 Mm -hmm. Her issues are my issues. Yeah. And vice versa. My issues are her issues. And like, that's what we're, we're we know now that we are one, because you really got to think like that. Like we are one. And when you think like that, like the fact that we are one, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know how we talk about like, you know, the, the body of Christ and how, you know, the eye cannot say to the foot. I'm making this up yeah. on the top, right? But, but there, there's a scripture, but I'm just, I'm, <laughs> what do you call this when you do this? Paraphrasing, right? Yeah. You know, but one part of the body is responsible for this function. The other part is responsible for that function. But the two play together yeah. in order to help one another. And one can't say I'm more important than you are. Exactly. Yeah. And like I started to look at my wife like that. Like mm -hmm. you're strong in areas that I'm not strong in. Yeah. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. And rather than us saying, Oh, you're weak here and yeah. you're weak here, right? We say, No, 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 let's help each other be yeah. stronger where we're both weak. Yeah. You know? And then that's when things start clicking. Exactly. That's when things start working. Exactly. You know, but you really have to embrace that we are one mm -hmm. mentality. You know, man, this makes me think about a lot, man. Um, and we still have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, we yeah. do. So I'm thinking, you know, like we, we're going to do a part two. Yeah. Discontinue. Um, this one is obviously not as structured as the first part, but it's definitely, um, you know, uh, some stuff in here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we hope you guys are, you know, gaining something from this. We yeah. still have a, a lot more to talk about. And um, just check out part two. Yep. All right, later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.